You have tuned in to the Sports Docket with Ace Man and the Cross, the best sports radio show on Blog Talk Radio. Don't know how to fill out your bracket? Well, the Sports Docket will help you make your pick. That and the Nets and the Rangers and Devils playing some big games tonight. It's all coming up next on the Docket. Welcome to the Sports Talk with Ace Man of the Quas on March 19th in 2008. I'm Stephen Ackerman. And I'm Ethan Quas, and welcome to a very special episode 36 of the Sports Talk on a very special night, Wednesday night. Uh, as we preview, of course, the first games tomorrow uh, for the big dance, the final 64 who will compete for the national title uh, in early April. Uh, coming up at approximately 8.05, which is very soon from now, we'll be, <laughs> we'll be, we'll be Robbie Allen. Uh, he's founded the website statsheet.com. In addition, he also writes uh, uh, so Tar Heels. North Carolina Tar Heels blog. So he's going to give us an exclusive coverage to help you make your picture a bracket. Uh, there, are, there are a lot of questionable games, of course. Yeah, a lot of, of course, uh, North Carolina, number one seed in the Eastern bracket here. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, North Carolina should be a force in this tournament. We'll talk to him about that. And we'll also talk to him about, you know, the tournament in general, who he has for the Final Four. And also a lot of uh, important hockey going on tonight with the Rangers against the Devils. Also, uh... Hello? Steven? I guess Steven had a little problem with the phone there. Hopefully he'll get back on. Uh, I don't know what happened there. Uh, but uh, Steven was alluding to, um, of course, big hockey game tonight. Uh with the uh, Rangers and the Devils. Uh, the Rangers have won all the season matchups so far and trying to sweep the season series. The Devils uh, could actually clinch a playoff spot if they win tonight because they are tied with Montreal for the first seed uh, in the, in the uh, Eastern Conference. In addition to that... I'm back now. All right, Stephen's back. Good. You know, I had some technical difficulties here. Uh, there was a problem with uh, Scott's phone line, so I'm back now. But, That's yeah, again, once again, I hope that doesn't happen during the interview. It won't. But, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, but, uh, and also, we'll get to this later on, but big game tonight. Actually, the New Jersey Nets are hosting the Atlanta Hawks uh, game underway so far. And this is a big game for the sole fact that the Nets trail the Hawks uh, by one game with 14 to play for the eighth spot. So this is a huge game. New Jersey does not want to fall two games back. Uh, yeah, New Jersey does not – New Jersey, Scott's on the phone. He's a Nets fan. He wants to talk to you. All right. Now, now listen. I, I'm a huge Nets fan been my whole life. Just when they get hot, they lose to the Bulls. The Bulls are wearing green. That's not their color. So? 
and they suck playing them. And now they're playing the Hawks. They need to win this game. If they lose this game, it'll be a decline, and it won't be pretty. It won't be pretty. Okay. What do you think All right, Scott, thanks for your thoughts, and we'll see you later in the program. Oh, you'll see me later. Okay, good. So, um, actually, right now, uh, joining us on the phone line is, you can call him, really, Mr. College Basketball, founder of StatSheet.com, also writes a blog, uh, UNC Basketball Update, and that is Robbie Allen. Uh, joining us right now. Robbie, thanks so much for taking time to join us tonight. Thanks for having me. No problem, Robbie. Yeah, before, yeah. We get to, before we get to anything else, uh, tell us a little bit about, of course, the very informative website over at uh, statsheet.com that you founded, and also tell us a little about your blog uh, that you write for the North Carolina Tar Heels. Sure. I'm a lifelong Carolina fanatic. Uh, in 2003, I decided to start the first blog on Carolina basketball, and after two or three years, I thought, Wow, you know, this is something that I'm interested in year after year. Um, you know, I'm very passionate about it. Why don't I try and do something more significant in the college basketball space? And started looking around. You know, I wasn't very satisfied with sites like ESPN.com and Yahoo and some of the other big ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought they have all this data and they they're not doing much with it or they're not doing as much as they could with it. So if I could get those stats, then I thought I could maybe do something a little bit different. And so uh, yep. StatSheet.com was born out of that. Yeah, okay, so now uh, you have North Carolina here in the eastern bracket. Um, now, obviously, they should definitely win the first game. But uh, up after that, um, what do you think? Uh, how do you think uh, North Carolina fared with their teams? I mean, they kind of a, they have a pretty tough bracket with uh, Tennessee and Louisville. And if the things went those two teams away, they easily could have been number one seed. So what do you think about North Carolina's bracket? So can we all agree that they got the toughest region out of out of all four? I agree. I think they did because uh, Tennessee was a, was the number one team in the country about uh, two three weeks ago uh, after they beat Memphis. And Louisville, of course, has been one of the best teams in the Big East. Uh, not the Big East. What conference are they in, Ethan? Uh, well, Louisville definitely has been one of uh, the top teams all season long. But uh, in def- they I definitely agree that North Carolina uh, is. Um, in the toughest region. I mean, uh, and you look over to UConn, I think they lucked out. I mean, I don't know why UConn's playing in the West. I mean, the last time I looked on the map, Connecticut is in the East, but that's just weird. But uh, And look at Indiana. I mean, that's the one I'm probably most upset about. I mean, Indiana's been in the top 15 for much of the year. And sure, they had some problems down at the end, and maybe this is Kelvin Sampson sanctions already being applied to the team. But as an eight seed, going to play Carolina possibly in the second round? I mean, that just is... Mind-boggling. Yeah, very tough bracket. It's definitely very strange because, you know, it, it's really not all about the record. I mean, the, the Butler Bulldogs, they were 29-3, and three, and you look at the teams in front of them, like Oklahoma, they lost 11 games this season. And really, you know, Butler in their conference, um, teams like Michigan and Virginia Tech and even the Texas Tech, Ohio State, uh, those teams had down years. So uh, what do you think the reasoning was behind Butler uh, being – I always thought they could have been the, the fifth seed in, 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 the, uh, in the Eastern region. I mean, being the number seven seed, I mean, their record is clear, clearly shows uh, that they had a much better year than a like, team like Notre Dame and Oklahoma. Sure. You know, it's another classic case of, you know, they're not a big name uh, in college basketball, although they have had, uh, you know, a few good years recently. Um, and, you know, that probably has something to do with it. They don't play quite the, the same competition um, as some of the powerhouse uh, conferences, so that probably hurt them as well. But, I mean, you know, they're they're very formidable. They've also been in the top 25 for uh, most, most of the year, so it'll be um, tough. Also, were you, uh, were you surprised everyone else that Syracuse, I mean, this is a team that uh, you can't remember the last time they didn't make the big dance. 
Uh, you were surprised everyone else that Syracuse did not uh, make the big dance. In addition to that, uh, that uh, you think this is the end for Jim Boheim. Well, you know, his track record speaks for itself. I think it would be difficult for them to, to let him go after, um, you know, a bad year. I mean, they did just win the championship a few years ago when they had Carmelo, so uh, they're not too far removed from that. I mean, the same thing with uh, Calhoun. I mean, he didn't have the best year, although they did turn it on at the end, which, uh, you know, I think helped him out a lot as well. But, you know, those guys, they're, they're pinnacles in the sport, and it would be, be very surprising to me to see them let go of him. Now, now, who are they going to hire, Kelvin Sampson? <laughs> now, getting back to North Carolina a little bit here, of course they have Tyler Hansborough, who's uh, one of the best players in the country, if not the best player in the country. Uh, you have his presence down low with all those scoring and rebounding. Uh, besides him, how else does North Carolina beat you? So it, it comes down to two things. So Hansborough is a given, right? I mean, he's National Player of the Year. It comes down to Ty Lawson, our point guard. Um, you know, he's probably, based on last game, maybe approaching more like 90%. Uh, back to, to his uh, previous form, you know, he's still not 100%. He's still not driving quite like he used to, which is hurting us. Uh, but him combined with our outside shooting, because that's what's been the big inconsistency for us this year. That's the reason we lost to Duke, for example, is Ty was out that game and our outside shooting was just non-existent. Um, and so if Danny Green Wayne, or Wayne Ellington can step up in the big games when it gets close, and if we can have Ty driving and, and dishing out, uh, you know, I think we'll be pretty good throughout. Uh, Robbie Allen of Statue.com and the uh, UNC basketball update joining us right now. I mean, obviously, you look at uh, the Sweet 16 that's going to be hosted in Charlotte, and you have to think that North Carolina would be there. But then you uh, look across the country uh, to the uh, south region with, uh, with Texas, um, Texas Longhorns, and they have an opportunity to be playing in front of a home crowd uh, in Houston. What are your thoughts about Texas, number two seed in the in the West, getting that far uh, into Houston. You know, the whole, um, you know, being, you know, physically close to to your hometown, uh, I think is overblown in a lot of cases. You know, Roy Williams, head coach of uh, North Carolina, you know, got asked this question all the time. And, you know, if you look at Carolina's schedule, we lost two games this year. And where did we lose them? We lost them at home. So if home court advantage was such this, you know, great thing, then we would have had a perfect record. Well, I think home court, I mean, uh, I think it's a little overrated, but still, if you're a team, let's say, like uh, Ethan mentioned before, like UConn, you have to travel across the country, I think that affects you. Uh, do you think not? No, it does. You know, and so I don't think it's, um, you know, not a factor. It's just probably overblown to the degree that some people think it is. Like, oh, well, now Carolina should win, you know, throughout. Um, you know, and I don't think it's as significant of a thing because at the end of the day, you still have to show up and play. Okay, now I also want to ask you, um, obviously, uh, you know, the number one seeds, the number two, number threes, they all have a great chance uh, to be in the Final Four. But can you give us a few dark horses maybe in this uh, uh, tournament who you think can go far and also uh, a few teams that uh, got majorly snubbed? Sure. I, you know, I'm kind of ACC biased, so you'll have to forgive me. But uh, Clemson, I have them actually you know, in, in one of my brackets going yeah, to the Final they, Four. I mean, they played Carolina tough the other day. Yeah, I mean, and they did that all. They they did that all three times they played this year, and you know they have a great mix of both inside and out. You know, kind of like Carolina, if their outside's clicking, and their inside guys are going to come to play. So if if they can get those outside shots down, you know they they will just ram it down your throat. And so I could see them as potentially being a disruptor. They, um, yes, go ahead. Do you think there are any uh, mid-major schools uh, that that can uh, be a factor in this uh, competition here? 
Well, you know, I, I'm kind of scared to see George Mason, um, sure. you know, in, in the bracket again, you know, given that when they uh, beat Carolina a couple of years ago. You know, they, they came on strong at the end, so, you know, I wouldn't be terribly surprised to see them do well. Uh, you know, a, a lot of those teams are unknowns because people don't see them play um, day in and day out throughout the season, so it's kind of hard even for me to, to kind of guess who might, might do well. Part of it's just, you know, catching a lucky streak at just the right time. Mm-hmm. You know, Ivy League schools uh, barely, you know, make it uh, to the big dance. Um, obviously the conference is small and there's not a big selection to choose from. But uh, Cornell, first time in 20 years, uh, they're going to the big dance, had a fantastic season under coach Jeff Jones. Uh, what are your thoughts about um, how far – I mean, Cornell is a 14C. They could have been higher. Uh, what are your thoughts about Cornell uh, very making smart. a spark in this competition? Yeah, I thought it was great. You know, they I believe they played Duke earlier in the year um and did a and had a decent showing. I think they ended up losing by quite a bit at the end, but um you know, it's one of those you know, I kind of put them in the same class as the other mid-majors, you know, they're it's unlikely the odds are stacked heavily against them that they'd even make something like the Sweet 16, but if they just happen to catch, you know, the right weekend, uh, the right the right matchup that they're playing, um you know, they could absolutely win a couple games. And I made a mistake on the coach name, it's Steve Donahue. But uh, anyway, um, also, what do you think, like, of course, there's always storylines uh, when you get down to this. I mean, will it be Kevin Love against Tyler Hansborough? But uh-huh. uh, what do you think are going to be the biggest storylines uh, going into this game? Um, you speak about the 97-year-old former coach of the UCL, UCA, UCLA Bruins, John Wooden. Uh, there are plenty of storylines, I think, um, every year. What do you think is the big storyline this time around? You know, that's another thing for me that's hard to predict because, I, you know, if I look back at the last few years, the biggest storylines are the ones that, you know, kind of happened during the tournament that, you know, weren't really something you could predict, like George Mason making the run that they did. I mean, who would have ever predicted they would have beat Carolina? <laughs> not right, not now, good that that doesn't happen again. Now, out of all the uh, number one seeds here, uh, you know, with uh, Kansas, with uh, Memphis, North Carolina, and also with UCLA, uh, which one of those do you think – would be most likely for an upset in one of the earlier rounds. Oh, I'm so glad you asked that because I just I watched the Memphis Tennessee game. I don't know if you guys caught that early in the year. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm do you sorry. Think... I, everybody was you know on the Memphis bandwagon. They're going to go undefeated. You know, first off, the level of competition that they have compared to the, the bigger uh, conferences is just not even com- comparable. And then yeah. they get in there, and their free throw shooting percentage is, you know, in like the mid-50s. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it, despite right. what their coach says about that not being important, it absolutely will be important. That's one of the reasons why they lost the Tennessee you game. You know, it's actually weird you say that because in my bracket here on the Internet here, I have uh, Mississippi upsetting Memphis in the second round. I mean, <laughs> I think go. that's definitely possible. I think Memphis yeah. is a little overrated. I think, uh, the, you know, they're in uh, Conference USA, so that's not one of the stronger conferences in America. That's but, right. you know, I think uh, they're, they're definitely one of the teams that could be upset in one of the early rounds. And it seems like, right, am I wrong about this? Every year Memphis seems like, uh, you know, they lose in one of the early rounds and they get upset early. Yeah, you know, in that way they remind me of Duke. Um, you know, losing in the earlier rounds and not living up to expectations. I'm sorry I had to throw in that uh, Duke jab. I can't do an <laughs> interview without doing that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Derrick Rose and uh, Joey Dorsey are, you know, excellent talents for Memphis, but, I just don't think, you know, given their other when obviously um Douglas Roberts is, is also he's an all American candidate. But, you know, given their lack of free throw shooting, given the lack of competition they played, I mean look at Carolina. I mean, while it was, you know, just nail biters almost game in and game out in the conference, uh, you know, th- that was really good for them. I mean, when it comes down to it, now they get in the tournament and they have those close games at the end, you know, they're gonna have the confidence that they've been there before. 
Whereas Memphis is going to have the conference that they beat UAB. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's just not the same. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and speaking of teams that got knocked out early, I look at a team like Gonzaga, who's been in 10 straight years, uh, but teams every time, you know, even punts them in for a first-round loss. Now, you think Gonzaga will be different this year? They, they were 25-7, and seven, and they were very tough in their conference. Uh, you think it will be a different story this year for Gonzaga, or you think we can expect them to lose early? Another good question. Who do they play in the first round? Because I think I picked them to lose in the first round. What, what team is this again? Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Gonzaga, I think that's Davidson. 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 Yeah, Davidson I have that 22-game winning streak. Yeah, I have Davidson beating Gonzaga because I mean I, I watched the Davidson Carolina game and you know Curry uh, for Davidson is outstanding and they they have that winning streak like you mentioned. I mean they're Whatever. you know doing extremely well now, so it wouldn't be surprising at all if, if Gonzaga lost that one to me. Uh, what are your thoughts about, and of course, the Hawaiians that you got into before? They are the number two seed. Um, I actually have Georgetown um, getting all the way uh, to the Same final here. four um, and, and maybe pushing to the national championship. But again, Kansas, is, you can't overlook Kansas. What are your thoughts about uh, the Hoyas? Of course, uh, with the history with Patrick Ewing, uh, what do you think about them going all the way? It's like I could have fed you these, you know, these questions because they're exactly the ones I'd like to talk about. Georgetown's a great example. Also in my bracket, Carolina versus Georgetown in the Final Four. Um, the, one of the reasons why I would love to see that matchup, and everybody's you know kind of riding on the, the Georgetown bandwagon now, mm-hmm. if you remember going back to last year, North Carolina's exit in the Elite Eight was to Georgetown. And we were winning, you know, we were kicking their butts, and then we went 0 for 20 or you know, 1 for 21 in the final six or seven minutes Georgetown came back to beat us. And so back then that kind of typified – how immature North Carolina was. And now this year is a completely different story. I would love to see that matchup in the Final Four. Now, um, now we didn't really talk much about the South bracket except for uh, Memphis. Uh, so now you've got a few, uh, you know, a few tough teams. And there you have Texas, uh, you, have, uh, you have Stanford, uh, you have Pittsburgh. So I think Pittsburgh actually might be another dark horse, possibly, even though they're four seed. I mean, they're coming off a pretty uh, big tournament, I believe, right? The uh, Big East? Big East, yeah, good, right? and... They're uh, much more healthy now than they were earlier in the year. I think that, I think they they could possibly go all the way. Uh, yeah, in that I, I, bracket, think in that, I think in that bracket I have Pittsburgh and Stanford um, going to the to the final four, so, or the winner of that going to the final four. So, um, you know, Stanford's also. I think I think I picked Stanford over Kansas. Um, you know, one of the reasons a little bit of an upset there, but Can- Stanford's been playing extremely well. The Lopez brothers have you know been playing really well. They present you know quite a few matchup problems. So. If it's Stanford versus Kansas, I think that's going to be an excellent matchup. Now, uh, also, about the uh, seeding in this competition, or this tournament, I should say, uh, what, what, uh, name a few teams where you think that got like kind of robbed as far as the seeding goes. Like maybe they should have been a three and they got a six or something like that, in terms of that nature. Well, I guess maybe first, to answer your previous question about who got left out, you know, I think a big glaring example of somebody that got left out was Virginia Tech. You know, they were a four seed in the ACC tournament. Clemson was a five seed, and yet Clemson got in the tournament in Virginia Tech. Clemson got a five though, seed, too. I mean, yeah. Clemson got a pretty high seed. Exactly. And, and Virginia Tech took Carolina to the wire as well. So, you know, I was kind of surprised that uh, Virginia Tech didn't get in. And not to mention what a story that would make, you know, especially after what happened there. You know, that would be yeah. a, a story, um, definitely. Um, now, of course, there's always a big question um, – once you branch off from the NCAA, you go into the NBA. Um, and uh, who, who are your uh, who's your pick for Player of the Year this time around? And uh, do you think that if uh, 
if Kevin Love doesn't win a national championship, you think he'll uh, decide to go to the NBA? Yeah, that's a good question. I <clears throat> I don't know much about Kevin Love's status. I, I haven't followed UCLA too closely this year. I watched a couple of their games. Uh, I can't talk about Tyler Hansborough though. Um, you know, he's he's obviously, at least in my my opinion, the uh, national uh, player of the year, and I, he's already got two of the awards. Um, I think there's five or six others that have yet to be named. Um, even if Carolina <clears throat> wins the championship, it, to me, there might be a possibility that Hansborough comes back, even with all the accolades and, and all of that, just because a he loves college life so much, um, and b you know he is kind of the college game fits his style a little bit better than the NBA. A lot of people kind of knock him as a potential NBA prospect, although I think you know he'll, he'll make any team much better, uh, you know that, that he that he joins. So you know at the end, I think. Hansborough is probably one of the most underrated NBA draft picks, despite him having all the accolades at the college level. He's also extremely good with the media as well. I mean, mm-hmm. the way he handles himself with the media is impressive. And I think, you know, what's interesting is there's a possibility that North Carolina will only lose their outgoing, their one outgoing senior this year, Quentin Thomas, and get the rest of the team back. One of the reasons I say that is Ty Lawson was almost an obvious pick to leave early in the beginning of the year, especially since he was playing so well. But then he had you know, that almost a month period where he was out. And he didn't even make the first three um, all-ACC teams. And so, you know, I think there's a possibility now that he would come back as well. And if so, then, you know, essentially the starting five plus all the major bench players would be back from North Carolina next year. Yeah, there's no question about that. Um, also, um, when you uh, look at uh, the strength of of, these conf- of, of the uh, of the regions, you think that any region – that really um, is the stronger region. I think all the regions are pretty Definitely equal. the Carolina region, I would say. Yeah, yeah. without a doubt. I mean, there's no way that Tennessee is uh, you no, know, the eighth, the eighth best team in the country. They have to be better than that. Um, and we mentioned some of the other. Louisville's there. I mean, it's, it's crazy. No so now uh, you're North Carolina, obviously, the biggest rival by far is Duke. Um, Duke is now number two seed in the West Bracket. Uh, what do you think about their chances to go all the way? Uh, the number one seed in that bracket is uh, UCLA. The number three seed is Xavier. So I think e- even at number four in that um, in that uh, that region, I think uh, UConn could be uh, another dark horse possibly in this comp- in this uh, tournament. Sure, and you know as you as I'm positively biased for UNC, I'm negatively biased toward Duke. <laughs> so you know if you ask me that, imagine I imagine that. I'm going to say they're going to go out in the first round, but you know, in all seriousness, um, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think that they're a team that's set up well to play um, their best ball in a tournament like that because, you know, they don't have a good down low presence. Um, you know, they ha- those guys have to be hitting from the outside and they have to find just the right matchup um, in order to take advantage of that. And so I think it's much easier for them to to get lined up next to a team that they don't play extremely well against, and as a result, will will leave in one of the earlier rounds. I now I've got wait Ethan wait a minute I've I've got a question that really doesn't have to do with the tournament uh, I'm asking you right now uh, do you think uh, if North Carolina played the Knicks would the North Carolina Tar Heels win <laughs> Wow I'd love to see that you know the what was it the Yankees just played Virginia Tech in baseball Yeah um, I'd yeah. love to see the Knicks play Carolina that would be I think Carolina <laughs> actually might win I think Hansborough plays better defense than anybody that they have <laughs> That's right. And, we uh, probably we probably run the ball better than they did too. <laughs> no question about that. Um, and getting back to the uh, to this conference here, uh, and um, oh, well, sorry about that. Um, getting back to this um, 
Uh, getting back to this conference here, you think that there's going to be any really big blowouts? Uh, obviously, the first round you expect that, but do you think past that, uh, going to be any big blowouts? Do you think mostly second round matchup, getting into the elites, uh, getting into the elite eight, is going to be um, pretty competitive basketball? and what the viewers want to see. Yeah, you know, ever since, you know, George Mason made that big run, and maybe even a year before that, you know, you've seen much more parity, especially from, you know, more mid-majors coming in, actually having decent showings. Um, so I think the trend over time will actually be that the games get closer as opposed to having more blowouts, just because there seems to be more parity, um, you know, in the league overall. All right. Um, once again, uh, Robbie Alley, I want to thank you uh, for joining us. Yeah, uh, give me a lot your insight. Well, before you go, uh, can you yeah. give your final four? My final four? Yes. It is North Carolina versus Georgetown and UCLA versus, um, who was the other number one? What do you think about Kansas? What do you think about Kansas? Well, I think Kansas is good, but I, isn't Stanford in the Kansas bracket? Yes, I have uh, Kansas, UNC, Texas and Duke in my final. Wow. And I have, I have uh, UCLA winning it all. I have Georgetown. I also have. Uh, I, I know you hate to hear this, but I have Tennessee and Texas. Oh. <laughs> Guys, uh, some somebody's on the other line. I, I need to get running. Okay. I thought, no I, heard, I, thought I heard somebody say Tennessee was going to beat Carolina. Um. No, no. Well, <laughs> I, I think Carolina go all the way, and to be, I think that was Scott. Yeah, that was our. Uh, a friend on the other line, but uh, <laughs> but once again, Robbie, want to thank you so much for joining us. Hope to have you on down the line, and uh, let's go Tar Heels. Sure, and guys, you know, check out statsheet.com. I Definitely. just released a site in, in November. Actually, some of our discussions pop, um, you know, made up some some good ideas for me to um, augment the site. If you have any suggestions, please let me know. I'm I'm very receptive to adding new stuff. Okay, okay uh, thank you for joining us. For your time. Great, let's go thanks. Rangers. Bye. All right, we'll see you then, Robbie. All right, bye. Thank you. That, of course, is Robbie Allen. Uh, great job there. Yeah, uh, excellent job there. He gave us a nice 20 minutes. Uh, I want to thank him for that. Probably our uh, best interview nice. we've had yet. Scott, shut up. Definitely. All right, Scott, uh, I don't know if... Scott, Scott keeps putting in. I might have to switch to the cell phone soon. Yeah. So. Uh, Scott, Scott's somehow over there. Uh, but yeah, Scott, uh, Scott uh, is being a wise ass. Plenty of things to get into, but... Um, we Scott is uh, jubilant that the New Jersey Devils are winning. That's, that's big news because... Uh, you know, it's, uh, we're going to take a quick break, but before the break, Scott wants to have his wrestling minute, and then he promises that he won't put any more. So, S- Scott, take it away. All right. In WWE, New WrestleMania 24 is in a few weeks. A couple of matches on there. Um, Batista versus Braga. We got um, The Undertaker versus Edge. And, um... Yeah. Okay. We just we lost two back, cents. We come back. We will. Um, we just we, lost two cents. Uh, that's good news. <laughs> we come back. We, uh, we will do um, some more college basketball, of course. We get into the hockey, and uh, we'll tell you our bracket. And of course, we got into Robbie. We talked about just about every team. Uh, that's right. in yeah. Season. Well, well. Yeah. When we do get back, we'll talk about our brackets. We'll also talk about uh, Rangers and Devils right now. One nothing New Jersey. We'll update you a little bit on that game. And also Nets against the Hawks. That's really close as well. A few points in that game. I think the Hawks winning by one. No. So that Nets winning by two. We'll be right back on Ace Man and the Quas. Don't go away. Looking for a fantasy baseball league? Well, look no further. Ace Man and the Quas has you covered. On Yahoo.com, you can join the free Sports Docket Fantasy Baseball League. 
The ID is 749 and the password is World Series all lowercase letters. Once again, ID 749, password World Series. Remember to listen to Ace Man of the Cross every week, Thursdays, 8 p.m., blogtalkradio.com slash docket. You can also always call on the number to call is 646-478-5118. That is 1-646-478-5118. Call in with your opinions or any type of comment that you have for the show. The Sports Docket. Your home for the Mets, the Yankees, the Rangers, the Islanders, the Devils. Live from the Knicks and the Nets. New York. Anything this you want is right here on Docket the Docket Radio Show. www.talktalkradio.com. Every Thursday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Same time, same place. Hello, Mets fans. Here's Chris Scott, I thought we banned you. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> Scott promised to be quiet, man. but I don't think he's going to. I so, uh, just we'll mention here, the Nets are down by three right now. It's Atlanta 54, the Nets are 51. And right now, the playoff chances are going right down the drain. It's now 57 to 51. So, the Nets are not looking good right now. I uh, watching the NHL. Of course, you have uh, the Devils finally trying to uh, break the ice, if you will. Uh, they're trying to finally beat the Rangers. Well, the Devils right now are in first place in the uh, conference, so I'll have to check ESPN for the score. It's one Because Scott's right watching now. his Nets lose and uh, fall. Their season's going to die down. Well, the Devils can actually clinch their win tonight because uh, they the have... The Devils... <laughs> well, actually, uh, the Atlanta, Atlanta looks like it's dominating New York again for a change. I mean... 59 to 51 Hawks right now. Just updating uh, you on the Nets game, just in case you want to know, you know. Yeah, and of course we'll do our 32 seconds on the Knicks, but it's not to be on a game. Uh, I don't know if Steve, you heard this, but Donnie Walsh may take over uh, as the um, chief president. He's another former Indiana Pacers executive. So uh, the, the Knicks may finally, I guess I'll do my 32 seconds right now. You want to hear a little All bit? All right, start your 32 seconds and go. Okay, um, well, the Knicks are planning on adding Donnie Walsh to replace Isaiah Thomas as team president. Uh, Donnie Walsh, formerly with the Indiana What about Pacers. the damn coach? He shouldn't be the coach either. Walsh should be the coach? No, Isaiah shouldn't be the coach. Oh, well, Isaiah should be the coach. Um, here's the thing. Uh, the NBA, uh, the Daily News, Mitch Lawrence thinks that Donnie Walsh is going to hire That's Scott cool. Skiles, um, of course, with the, with the Chicago Bulls, to be the next coach of this team. Uh. That's a good fit. So we'll see what happens. Uh, That's it. It's over. Okay. 30 seconds on the Knicks is over. Well, the Knicks are not playing anyway, so there's no reason to talk about them at this point in time. Watch this. Watch this. Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> There's the buzzer noise. Yeah, it is. I want to call in. I would definitely take phone calls. The only point in our program, we still got an hour left to go. We're going to get into the next. Uh, and then again to uh, the Yankees playing the Virginia Tech. Yankees, yeah. I mean, they're all over Virginia Tech. I mean, I guess they just wanted to improve uh, their uh, record. But also, no, that was good for the community. The, uh, the Yankees finally did something uh, charitable, finally something reasonable. So, I mean, yeah, so it's good. It's a good thing what the Yankees did. Uh, they basically embarrassed Virginia Tech, but at the same time, uh, you know, gave those college kids the thrill of a lifetime, especially those who aren't going to make uh, the major leagues. 
Oh, we do have a phone call on the line right now, uh, 516 area code. Uh, you're on the sports talk with Ace Man of the Cross. Hi, it's good to be on here. Hey, what's up? What do you got for us tonight? Hello? Yeah, what do you got for us tonight? Uh, so what do you think about that Ranger game tonight? Well, I think that the Rangers are getting a little lucky with Lundqvist on how he's doing. Oh, yeah, right now, for those of you who aren't watching right now, it is one nothing New Jersey uh, getting towards the uh, end of the second period. There's either 21 seconds left or maybe no seconds, but I'm not sure. The Devils are riding the momentum of their uh, win over the Colorado Avalanche. Penalty, New Jersey. Yeah. All right, so, uh, Matt, uh, what do you got for us? Well, I think that the Islanders have a definite shot in making the playoffs. Uh, I think not. I mean, at this point in time, the Islanders are, uh, what, what are they, like the 14th uh, They only have about seven. They've been stuck in 72 points like a month now. Um, 71. 71. You know, they, they've been stuck on the same point off a month. They're under 500. Uh, Di Pietro is hurt. His hip, his other side of his hip is broken. Um, I think I think next season I'll have a chance. The next season I'll have a chance. The Allens are not making the playoffs. Uh, that's not going to happen, especially with so little games left to play and so many teams that they're trailing. But thanks so much for the call, Matt. Matt just left off. Oh uh, yeah, I think we lost him. Uh, I think he was using a bad cell phone. So Matt, if you hear us, try to call back in, okay? Matt, Matt was trying to get into a little bit with the uh, Islanders, but uh, at this point in time, you can pretty much put the Islanders as the Knicks because the, the Islanders. Uh, just I got confused. I thought we were talking about the Knicks. No, we're talking about the Islanders right now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, we're hoping also uh, we have that promotional code for the Gary Carter. Uh, Gary Carter, the code is still in action. Uh, uh, it is far. Of course, wait before uh, we give this uh, special special promotional code away. Ethan, why don't you uh, tell these uh, all these listeners who are listening to us about it? Yeah. Uh, basically, what the contest entails is that uh, you get to join us as a guest host with Gary Carter on the air. We'll give you the question, and you get to join us live uh, with yeah. Gary Carter, which would be huge for you and for us. So um, you want to email that to docket at myedmedia.com, and the code is FARB8576. It doesn't matter, capital lowercase, F-A-V-R-E-8576. And also, we talked about the NBA before. Uh, this is where people can talk in our code really quickly. Um, the Houston Rockets finally lost last night. Uh, the loss was almost as bad as the Mitchell report. The Houston Rockets uh, lost to the um, Boston Celtics, and actually it was kind of ironic in the game. Uh, was Kevin Garnett, who scored 22 points to end the Rockets' 22-game winning streak. Yeah, the Celtics, I mean, that game was tied 40-40 at the half. And then the uh, Celtics just murdered them in the second half. They finally ran out of gas. You know, a lot of people are... They finally uh, ran out of fuel, I should say. A lot of people are under... People are still not calling the Rockets a contender, even though they've won 22 in a row. I mean, their first place in the, in the West. I, I think you've got to give them a ton of credit, and I think you've got to put them in the contender boat. I think they can go all the way. Obviously, they are a contender, but I mean... So a lot of people, a lot of critics are saying that the Rockets are just playing bad teams, like Seattle, Minnesota, uh, the L.A. Clippers. They're, they're not giving uh, the Rockets their due, and I think they really should, because Houston really has a legitimate shot. I mean, they have played their best basketball without Yao Ming. I mean, Trace McGrady has really stepped up. Uh, Alston is having an amazing stretch right now. Um, of course, Jeff Van Dundee, the coach, done a great job uh, turning that team around. I mean, they were four games over, and now, uh, and now they're what, um, twenty-four games over, something like that. Something like that, yeah. So they they're impressive, and uh, you know, I think they they really have a chance of. 
think we saw a preview of the NBA final last night. Yeah, uh, Matt called back in. Uh, so no, that's Scott. That's Scott. So we'll take Matt. Matt, you're back on the air. Hello? Hi. Hey, what's going on? Oh, hey, Great Matt. to be back. Sorry about that lost connection. You better not be in there. No problem. Thanks. So we were, talking, we were just talking about the uh, Islanders when I uh, got disconnected. I'm saying that hopefully Joey McDonald, the third seed, uh, the third um, string soul, will have a chance to get better. And uh, maybe he could show us what he's going to do next season. Well, yeah, but DPH was only signed for like a zillion years. So, I mean... Well, maybe maybe uh, they can get a good trade for Dublin. I don't know about that. I mean, Dublin gets... Uh, how many games he played all year? About 20 games? Yeah, I don't think he really gets... I mean, Dublin is a, you know, he's a, he's a backup. He's a quality I mean, uh, backup, but... Dublin I mean, has a great, uh, great uh, numbers against some teams. I mean, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even train for Chris Osby at this point in time, to tell you the truth. I mean, uh, you got anything else except the Islanders? Because they're not really important right now. Um, well, I'm sorry your team is losing one nothing. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Well, your team's not in the playoffs. Neither is your team, Scott. <laughs> they're both Islander fans. I'm sorry the Nets are losing, but... I'm a Red Wing fan. Yeah, who named three people on the Red Wings? The Red Wing, uh... Besides, between, besides, uh... Do you want to fight? And Osgood. <laughs> Do you want to fight? Yeah, come up here. No, I'm you come down here. here. Uh, okay, I'll be right down. A little Limburg action. Oh. <laughs> Limburg hat action. <laughs> but, uh... John and Matt here at the same house. Uh, something's gonna go down with BWF, maybe. We'll see about that. Well, we... Yeah, but that's not New York sport. So. Uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah, we we were talking about that, of course. With, uh, no, that's for them to stop the fight, not for us. So. You're having a lot of fun with the buzzer. Uh, yeah. All right, no, so let's just take a quick commercial break and get away from this fighting here. So at the half, it's uh, the, the Hawks 70, the Nets 60. Yeah, the Nets gave up 70 points in the first half. Okay, we're, we're All right, we'll, we'll be right back here on the sports stack with Ace Man. And the Kwasan blog talk. Stay with us, folks. Hello, Mets fans. You're looking for shows. Network of shows. From a... How am I doing? How am I doing? It's a network of shows from a group of average, average Joes. Joes. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to Sports Heaven with Mark and Evan Live. Welcome, everybody, to the Coach Rogue Show. And what's up, everybody? 702, Sunday night... Matt and Jay Radio, back again live, and welcome to the Sports Talk again on Blog Talk Radio. Okay, and welcome to Sprangin' Sports Guy, and welcome to Sports Talk Live. And welcome to the Cemetery and Shaymitz Radio Show on Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's going on, people? My name is Kendrick Thomas. And welcome to this showdown here on Blog Talk Radio. You, you can't call it that after the Super Bowl loss. Of course, we still have the Dynasty and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. So I mean, Mark, who was more successful this season, the Patriots or the Giants? Here's the question I posed. Game one of the playoffs, who would you rather have on the mound, Johan Santana or Ching Ming Wang? Well, <laughs> the who would you rather have, Moose or Pedro? I well, think Johan and Pedro are the answer. And there's, you know, everybody says, oh, you know, this guy's good, that guy's good. You know what, I they're all a bunch of... Uh, 
dirtbags if you want my truthful opinion. And it says, yeah, I had knowledge of him using steroids, and that's just for Roger, no matter what he says, or no matter what Brian Jackson says. You want seven years, 150 million, just give it to him. The, the guy, he's worth every penny. The guy is really unbelievable. So basically what he's saying is that as long as you're hurt, it's okay. I have a right. sore knee. Let me, let, me, let me put HGH in my body. Oh, I, I didn't know it was going to be my biceps and triceps and my forearm. Three times the size they were. Oh, you know, I, I used it because I had a sore knee. That's CS. Uh, Justin Smith deserves to be in the world this season. I don't think he deserves it because he didn't get it. Apple has teamed up with American Idol to provide American Idol performances on iTunes. Oh, there we go again. Once again, Apple with their iTunes, shoving it around, shoving it in the face. Just go to myedimedia.com. 8.40 on a Thursday night in New York City. Welcome back to the Sports Talkers. You know, Scott's had a little too much fun on the other side of the glass. Maybe Scott can start his own show, Sports with Scott. He yeah, he should he should really get his own show and uh, stop putting into a show, right? Yeah, no question about that. But Scott wants to do that. We'll help him out with uh, the tools to do that. But, yeah, we're going to get into a little NHL, of course, as we alluded to before. Big game for not only the Rangers, but the Devils tonight. Uh, well, actually, there's a few uh, big out-of-town games, too. Uh, I'll get you uh, caught up on those. Right now, a uh, big game for the Rangers' perspective here. Uh, Tampa Bay actually being Buffalo 4-1 to right now uh, in second intermission. So... Hello? Yeah. Hey, you hear the mess in the background there? Uh, well, yeah, Tampa Bay is over Buffalo 4-1 to right now in the uh, second intermission. Uh, the Lightning right now have goals, uh, two from Vinny Cavalier. Uh, that's uh, 39 of the year, Vinny Cavalier. And uh, Marty St. Louis, of course, so what a shock. And also uh, Buffalo Jason Pominville with a goal. But uh, that's a big game because right now Buffalo is the ninth seed. And every time they use, uh, every time they lose, the Rangers' chances of going to the playoffs get higher and higher. Mm-hmm. Of course, they also you just had the Mets in there. The Mets playing the Indians tonight. John Main on the hill. Yeah, right now Mets are one to one right now in the uh, sixth inning. But I haven't had a chance really to follow that game right now. Well, spring training, but uh, the big thing is El Duque will get to a mound soon enough to get an actual real game. What was that? I'm sorry. I said El Duque actually uh, gets to the mound. He yeah, El Duque uh, pitched a simulated game the other day. And he'll be ready to get to the mound pretty soon. He's 81 uh, miles an hour. It seems like uh, the Mets will start. The Mets can actually legitimately start the season without a, uh, a fifth starter because they have uh, the off dates that seem to work out and to play that they won't need a fifth starter until actually May. But uh, Hey, Quas, I just want to ask you something. Do you have that audio from the Islanders-Devils game? Uh, which one is this? The audio that you played last week. Oh, I mean the... Uh, you have that audio? Devil, the, the Devil's uh, Gold Chant? Yeah, let's do that. All right, so you can do a lot of tests the or you hit it. You can't blood. I, I, I don't understand what the hell he's saying. Obviously, uh, Scott is being a... Uh, 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 something uh, that... I, well, we don't want to say on the air. Yeah, you can. I can? Yeah, sure, why not? What you saying? Why? No, no, no. It would uh, be against the... Uh, it would be against the sports docket policies. Yeah, I and mean, we have plenty of those. You know, but, BTR might take our contracts away, you know, because we're making so much money. Yeah, we'll be, we, are making, we are making the big bucks. We're making uh, dough, my friend. Yes, we are. But I'll, uh, well, I'm gonna, yeah, we'll be, the devil, of course, have one of the best gold chants. Yo, Ethan, uh, are you in the mood for some Carvel? I have a pet rooster. 
Uh, that's kind of a random question. Oh, uh, that's kind of a random question. But, uh, Ethan, that's this. Do you want some Carvel? I want Carvel. Do you want to ship them over? Uh, what? You want to ship some over? <laughs> I'll ship some to Brooklyn. And then we could uh, go out also and then have some, uh, whatchamacallit. What was I thinking? I don't if, know you want, thinking. if you want to hear. Uh, oh, yeah, I want to ask you. Come to my birthday party. Uh, that, that's a while away, but uh, yes, I would. Want to hear a little bit of. Yeah, let's hear that. Uh, this is Devil's Islanders, not Devil's Rangers. So. No, this, this, this is the gold chain. You want to hear the gold chain? You want to hear the actual winning thing? Let's hear the winning thing because it was against the Islanders. Oh, it, it, that's your video, right? Yes. Yes. And I gotta get to that. I, I do. I do have the gold chain. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that eventually. So right now. Yeah, go, go, play, play, play. We'll get to that. So uh, across the, the ball. Give it over under Rangers fifteen. Succeed, I'll say same. I think that's what they're going to finish at right now where they are. They have 85 points. I say 10. Uh, how, about, how about the, uh, okay, how about this? Ottawa, fourth seed. Bag. Scott, uh, Ethan. Yeah, how about others? Ottawa, fourth seed. I think lower. I think Pittsburgh will uh, overtake them. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, I think uh, Ottawa... You know, Let's do another over-under. Islanders, 14th. Islanders, uh, I think they'll stick right there unless Atlanta gets hot down the stretch. Kovalchuk's with a couple of goals. Uh, otherwise than that, I think uh, Islanders are going to stick right there. In the middle. All right, I'll give you another over-under. Oh, here's a little bit of the uh, Devils. Uh, team was How about... The yo, 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 yo. Washington Capitals, 8th uh, seed. I think. Uh, I'm going to say push. I think Washington Capitals are going to be AC. I think the Flyers are going to fall out. I think the Washington Capitals are going to be a la the Islanders of last year. They're going to get high to the end here and get, and, uh, get the eighth spot. I think Buffalo's going to get the ninth. I think Philadelphia's going to fall into the tenth spot. I, I think the Flyers are going to tail off here. I, I hate them, and I think the they're going to. The Flyers are, you know, they're uh, right now exposed to a lot of injuries. No question about that. I mean, Michael Richards uh, goes down the list. The injuries on this team. Uh, here's a little bit of the Steelers actually after this game. This is a little bit of the Devils defeating the Alders. I don't want to be on this. Hello? This is uh, Scott's dad on the phone. Hello, this is Scott's dad on the phone. Uh, sorry, hold on. Sorry. I'll speak to you later. I'll you more. This is Scott's dad, and you are on W. Limbrook South. <laughs> <laughs> what, what station is this? Uh, this is uh, Blog Talk Radio. This is, this is, a, this is a AM uh, BTR. You call AM BTR. Oh. You're on BTR. So what is the subject right now? Uh, basically, whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, we're talking hockey right now, but you could uh, talk about... talking uh, 1980 Islanders or... Talking like... 2008 Islanders who are horrible. Uh, <laughs> I think... Uh, <laughs> I think 2008 Islanders aren't that great. I really don't... I'll tell you what, the Islanders do have a good, um, have a good future, but I think, you know... Uh, they, they just got victimized um, down the stretch here. I mean, they, just, they fell off the map. I mean, when you, when you can't beat teams like Toronto, you know, and, and Florida, Buffalo, you can't you can't expect to to get make the playoffs, uh, especially among the teams that you're you're competing with. And and also the Islanders never really had that that big offensive stick all year. I think when they when they lost Yashin, they I mean, you talk about the captain uh, Billy Garen. But uh, he's he's not he's not their their big uh, offense contributor. I think the Islanders don't really have a Pacific captain. I I think uh, even with Mike Comrie, I mean 
They had Good. distractions with Chris Simon. I, I think the Islanders, they're just a dysfunctional team. And eventually, uh, at one point, uh, you know, they'll, uh, they'll have something good. But uh, is Scott Stapp on the phone here? I'm sorry, Quas. Uh, I'm getting a lot of distractions around here. I didn't hear it. It's fine. Is Scott Stapp still on the phone? No, Scott Stapp isn't here anymore. Oh, we're talking about the 1980 Islanders. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Islanders suck. One of, the, one of the greatest Islanders of all time was the 1980 Islanders team. 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, and 85. They didn't win in 85. They won, or they 84. It was 4-0. No, the Islanders, uh, back before we were born, they were great. But now they just, well, I'm not going to say it. They just stink. Well, you know, I mean, every team has their the good years. You know, every team has their good years. Every team has their bad years. So, I mean, the Rangers, uh, a few years ago, didn't make uh, the playoffs in seven straight years. And now they made it three straight. Or well, they're going to make it three straight. And they're so. going to lose. Uh, Scott doesn't want the Rangers to win, obviously. Uh, Ryan Church is up. You know it sucks uh, when uh, you're on a radio show and then you can't uh, uh, kind of you can't really um, hang up on the other person. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm calling the cell phone wouldn't need him, but it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we do have plenty of time laying left on our program. We want to call in to thoughts? Also, let's just talk a few of our friends. Uh, we'll get to our bracket. We also want to get. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, a little bit into the baseball. We haven't got. We haven't said anything about baseball. Yeah, well, right now the Mets are up two to one. Uh, over the Cleveland Indians. I actually saw uh, just an RBI single here. Uh, Damien Easley got the uh, lead run. I'm trying to figure out who got the single here. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we do. Looks uh, like it may have been Ryan Church. Also, we have a couple of friends coming on the air. We got um, Matt from uh, Seven Train to Shea. Got a show yeah, we do have Matt from Seven Train to Shea. At 9 o'clock, and we got Sports Talk New York over at Houston. They're on 9 o'clock as well. And then you have Frankie the Sports Talk. Matt, Matt. Who? No, no. 10. Frankie, the sports guy's on at 10. Uh, so check them out. Check out um, all of our friends. You know, you're going to go and you're going to go. All of our network buddies over there. we got a couple in the chat room. If anybody wants to share their thoughts or anything, Frankie wants to come on and share his. Uh, <laughs> he got a show coming up. And also, Frankie is now sponsored by MLBOffice.com, in addition to my EDL media. So Frankie's got a lot going for him. Uh, with his show that's at blogtalkradio.com slash sports talk live. Yeah, of course, they're going to join us uh, very soon. Uh, talk some Mets. That should uh, be very fun. Who will? Someone expects me to stay on mute with Matt. Oh, yeah. Matt, the champion of Yeah, is he coming on? Uh, he might. I don't know. No, well, he, has, he has his own show at, at, at 10. So maybe he'll share his thoughts. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, he, he needs some more of his, uh, his uh, voice box, you know, for the show. Mm-hmm. So, Quash, you going opening day? And uh, Scott is uh, butting in again. So, Quash, you going to opening day? Uh, at this point, no. But uh, ah, you're not a real fan. Uh, well, that doesn't have to do with it. I mean, uh, do you I, believe I, I, I have to deal with this kid every day? I would go. Uh, <laughs> I still feel you know, I really uh, uh, feel pain. But um, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm sorry, Quash. This is the last time we'll do a show from uh, Scott's house. But you know, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's all good. But, you know, we're not getting paid much anyway until no, uh, no one's listening to that. Until Zach Spicer gets us our advertisements. Yeah, well, Blogtalk Radio just added a web webcam. And then you can yeah, we're going to do a webcam soon? Live webcam. Yeah, we have a webcam from Scott. Uh. We can see all the behind-the-scenes uh, craziness going on. But, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> Scott's uh, getting uh, a little... Uh, a little bit under the skin. A little bit under the skin, a little bit under the covers. Also, American Idol having their uh, results coming up soon. Let's check it out. I think uh, I think that Cheesy's going home. 
But, have you seen that guy? He doesn't even have a last name. And, uh... Oh, yeah. Who do you think you're getting knocked off aisles? Did they say it yet, or...? Well, I haven't... No, I... America is not coming on until what time? We'll it's keep going to be on at... <laughs> let's see. It's going to be on at 9 o'clock. So they're going to eliminate one person, one hour show. Okay, 9 o'clock. Uh, who do you think is getting uh, knocked off? I think Cheese is getting knocked off. Who, Jeez? No, his name is Cheesy. He had no last oh, name. Oh, Ch- Chikizy, Chikizy. Chikizy, yeah. You know, every time I hear his name, it reminds me of Park Cheesy. I don't know why. I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> kind of weird. He doesn't even have a last name. But, uh... Cheesy! Yeah, we'll see what happens yeah. with that. I actually think the guy's pretty good. I mean, uh... Yeah, he's all right, but... I, I don't know. Well, that would be that. That would mean that in two straight weeks a guy gets knocked off, so it would be six and four. Mm-hmm. My favorite is Michael John uh, for the guys. He's, he's, he's very impressive. And now we have. Uh, and so have I mean, uh, right now, just to remind you once again, the Nets are losing seventy to sixty. Uh, they gave up seventy points in the first half. Very kind of thing. I mean, thirteen games to go and being two Never games back in the, in the uh, division that'll be rough. Maybe the Jason Kidd team hurt them. No kid and the sports docket turns into American Idol. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why Scott is. But it sounds like a bad audition. It's, it's dreadful, like Simon would say. It's dreadful. As I was saying, the uh, the Mets they uh, come through uh, tonight and uh, and 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 win the game. That would be huge. They'll be tied with Atlanta. But if they lose, they're going to be two games back with 13 to play. Which is not pretty. I mean, uh, still plenty of time for them to make a run at it, but uh, it actually will be the first time in 21 years that neither the Knicks nor the Nets have made the playoffs, which would be no playoff basketball in New York for the first time in 20 years. I mean, the Knicks had a long stretch uh, in the early 90s. They made it every year. The Nets did not make it. The Nets had a long stretch in the late 90s into 2000 decade uh, where they're making the playoffs. And now it seems like for the first time in 20 years, there's a real possibility that there's going to be no playoff basketball in New York, and the NBA is going to become the fourth sport in New York. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's totally true. Yeah? I think Scott well, wants you. No. I, I think Scott wants everybody. Well, Scott, Scott's... <laughs> he's Make a, a fucking seal! Scott's under the covers right now. Yeah, he better be. But uh, we'll, we'll, take a, uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. It was a quick break. We'll be right back on Ace. Ace. The sports docket is not all sports. Neither is it all serious. We do get some laughs. Take sports a little bit here. We'll switch the NBA a little bit. So the season just getting underway now. So do you think uh, we'll start with the meal this time? I think it's true or false? Will the San Antonio Spurs repeat as NBA champions? Um. You know, I'm tempted to say false because every year you can make a case why they shouldn't, but every year they seem to be the best team. But, uh, you know, I'm going to say probably. I'm going to say yes. They're true. They're going to repeat. My opinion is, uh, my prediction is I think they're going to have a down year and all of a sudden they're going to bring Evil and Gorion into the dressing room after every game. (laughs) They're going to peak at the right time and win it again. Okay. That's what they do. Tony Which I think we would all peek if she walked into our locker room, you know, guys. <laughs> Tony Parker is a lucky man. I, can yeah, I agree with that. I, they're, they're my favorite team just because of that. <laughs> and, 
the, oh. when you watch those games in the NBA Finals, they show more shots of Evil and Gordo <laughs> yeah, exactly. than they uh, do of actually the we players. Send something to that cameraman, am I right? <laughs> the smart man, he knows what the viewers That's want right. to watch. Exactly. <laughs> Just want to give a shout out, join us in the chat room. The Sports Talk and Live from Limburg is brought to you by Aces Hardware Store. Everything you could ever want is at Aces Hardware Store. <laughs> Okay. Now back to the sports doc with Ace Man Lacrosse, only at www.blogtalkradio.com slash doc. Well, sorry, I cut you off. It's fine. It's alright. I, I just want to say a shout out, join us right now. Uh, we got a busy chat room going. Uh, Seven Trains to Shade just joining us in the chat room. Shout out to him. We've got a show coming up. Uh, at 10 o'clock Eastern Time. We right haven't now. had the Lindbrook Posse as much tonight, though, except for Matt and Scott, of course. Well, yeah, yeah. well they're going to be we're not live from Lindbrook. Ooh, big things. Apparently. If anyone wants to call in and tune in right now, you can call in at 1 646 Right now, just want to give a little uh, quick Rangers Devils update right now. They're in the uh, final period. Uh, about 14 minutes to go. Uh, the Rangers right now. Uh, losing still, it's still one nothing. It's been one nothing for about uh, 40 minutes now mm-hmm. of the game. So I mean, the Rangers right now looking for the goal. The Devils looking to play classic. Uh, uh, you know, uh, kick it to the kick no, the no, TV. no, no, not that. Kick it to the TV. No, no. Uh, you know, basically uh, staying in the neutral zone and uh, trying to trap you. So the Devils are trying to play uh, so they could shut out the Rangers here. I mean, the I mean, Devils also, aren't going to try to score. Also, I was about to allude to um, the apparently. Uh, the Yankees, um, excuse me, the Yankees. We have a call on the line. It is Matt. It's Matt from Lindbrook. Uh, Matt, you're on the uh, fan. Matt, back again? Yeah, Matt. <laughs> I am connecting it now. Okay, hello, Matt. Hold on, hold on. We're getting it. We're getting it. I don't know what. Matt, you call back and you're still on your line there. But... As I was alluding to uh, before... Yeah, they can't get a phone signal in the basement. I mean, uh, this show is chaos at this point, so... <laughs> yeah, well, well, it's a little chaotic, but uh, as alluded to before, the Yankees are apparently interested, uh, very interested in acquiring... <laughs> he just started. I'm going to hit him now. All right. Scott's going to get off the line there. He's... Uh, now he's getting a little under the skin. But uh, but I alluded to before. All right, Steven's back there. I'm defenseless. Scott, do No, no, put the Ranger game on. No. Dude. Dude, stop calling me. Apparently, Scott's a little too excited with no school tomorrow. <laughs> Yo, but, put the Ranger game on. No. Steven, you're there. It's my fucking house. Hello. 
As alluded to before, the Yankees... I'm yeah, Klaus, am I in the air? The Yankees are apparently very... Klaus, Klaus. Yeah? Am I in the air? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, there's a little chaos in Scott's space in here. Ackerman, what's up? You're on the sports market. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. All right, what do you want to talk about? Scott, hang up. All right, Ethan. Scott should get off there or else, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, uh, the Yankees are apparently very interested in acquiring Rich Harden uh, to join their staff. And that would be huge if they can know. The Yankees are very interested in Rich Harden um, and making a deal with them. Uh, I don't know, uh, apparently Ian Kennedy is part of the trade block. We trade Ian Kennedy for uh, Rich Harden. I mean, uh, Yankee fans might say, you know, let's hold back on this deal. But I would say make it right there. I mean, Rich Harden uh, could be a, uh, could be an 18-game winner, you know. Uh, he's got well, that's, that's if he stays healthy. Yeah, well, he has, I mean, yeah, I mean... uh about the strikeout picture. Uh, I mean, in Oakland, he, he, I was saved by... I was talking. I don't have a three-point lead in the Hummer Metro Ice Cup. I uh, cross. I'm gonna leave a little early, okay? All right, no problem. Um, I'm gonna leave early too. With disgusting. I'll be right back though. Okay, no problem. Bye. Bye, bye. As, as I was saying uh, before, the Yankees are very interested um, in acquiring uh, Rich Harden to join that staff. Okay, All right. Well, I'll see he's getting his cell phone ready. Okay, good. That's All right, good. Um, so what do you want to talk about? Ah, uh, yes. But uh, that, of course, is Stephen Trim Scott, who's joined too much. Uh, Matt from our chat room is saying that uh, Rich Harden uh, gets hurt too much, and I agree. I mean, um, you know, all of us want to speak about injury uh, pitchers. That hurts. we got to call the line, 917 area code. Oh, that's me, that's me. That's good news. I switched okay. my phone, there'll be no interference anymore. That's perfect. Now you sound clear and uh, under control. We had some chaos, but now we're going to have an interview in a few minutes, and it will be a clean interview. Interview with who? We don't have an interview planned in this Oh, there's no interview? No, nah, no, nah, we didn't get the other guest. I have a 516 error code, but we're not going to answer that. Uh, no, we're not going to answer. <laughs> we're, we're, gonna, we're not going to hang up with them. We'll just leave it on mute so uh, they could just uh, not call again. Yeah, but if anyone's calling, give us your upset picks. Of course, with Robbie Allen, we got it. We got into Robbie Allen gave us a ton of. Oh, of course, I should have done this a long time ago. What? I don't know what I was thinking. I should have went on my cell phone a long time ago. No, it's okay. It's a, it's all good fun. It'll be a fun. Right now, I'll just update every few minutes. Rangers, Devils. The score is still one nothing. So big updates. <laughs> uh, I'll update uh, if any uh, score change. And I'll well, I mean, the, the Rangers really barely need this game. I mean, the Rangers lose this game. It's not the worst thing in the world. They're obviously still going to be in the playoffs. But uh, just for their um, confidence level, uh, you want to beat the Devils because then you sweep the season series. And I mean, the Rangers should have the real oh. big bragging rights. They can sweep this season series. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, this is not just for bragging rights. So this is uh, for standings. This is, uh, this is going to be a, you know, this is a huge game. I mean, the Rangers, I mean, they're probably not going to win the division. I mean, if they win out, though, against the Devils, you know, and the yeah, Penguins have a chance. If, if the playoffs started today, uh, the Rangers right now would be playing uh, Carolina. That's, is that the team you want to play in the first round? I mean, Carolina's got a tremendous offense. Probably the, the Alta Montreal, they got the best offense maybe in the entire, in the entire league. Carolina's got a tremendous offense. Uh, I mean, the defense is not much to be desired for, but the, the Carolina Hurricanes are – Spanish offensive team. The Rangers, 
really have not been a big offensive team. I mean, obviously, Lundquist has been one of the best goalies all year, but still, I mean, Carolina, you know, that's that's a very tough opponent first round. I would think the Rangers would rather play a team like Ottawa in the first round. Even I mean, Pittsburgh. Well, Carolina they, could be tough, but they're not as good as the seed Penguins or the fifth seed Ottawa Senators. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of the Rangers, the playoff, getting a little bit of a break at the sixth seed if they finish there. Yeah, speaking uh, of the playoffs, yeah, I mean, the team you you have less points. The third seed has less points in the fourth seed and the fifth seed. So mm-hmm. they also have less points in the Rangers. Yeah, no quite no doubt about that. We're gonna take a, a quick break here, and then we're gonna um, tell us tell you our brackets. We may even tell you our code once again to join us with Gary Carter in the near future. So we'll be right back. Hello, Mets fans. You're looking for a show that covers the Mets inside and out, and there's a show for you. The Seven Train to Shane Mets radio show on Blog Talk Radio. Join Matt, Greg, Mike, and special guests all season long with inside analysis on games, news, rumors, the minor leagues, and more. Voice your opinion or ask a question by calling into the show. For the latest Mets news, rumors, opinions, and show schedules, visit our website at www.7traintoshay.blogspot.com. For Mets fans, by Mets fans, it's a 7 Train Shay Mets radio show. Now back to the sports docket with Ace Man and the Quads. And we are back. Thank you very much, Matt, for that uh, little ad there. Of course, Seven Train to Shea is coming up at 10 o'clock, so you don't want to miss that. That's at blogtalkradio.com slash Seven Train to Shea, the official website. Seven Train to Shea.com. A ton of great stuff, of, as usual, um, all Mets all the time. So it's everything that you want. Um, yeah, Mets up. I mean, uh, season's just two weeks away, of course, Mets and Yankees. Uh, should, should, uh, should be very exciting. Uh, per, you know, Ethan, I'm actually pretty close to getting opening day tickets. Uh, uh, where? Where are you sitting? Hopefully I get there. That would be pretty sick. Well, uh, opening day, obviously, not in Florida. Not in Florida. In New York, too, obviously. In New York. And the Pedro match would make that start if things work out. Uh, that would be, what, the Mets' seventh game or eighth game? Eighth game, I think. Well, anyway, um, Patriot may make that start because you have <coughs> with the rotation working out. Seems like Patriot will make that start. Now that the Mets play Florida, then where do they go? I mean, I haven't looked at the Mets schedule yet. I've been so busy with all the other uh, New York sports teams. But of course, the uh, Mets uh, do have a very interesting, interesting play this year. And uh, you know what? The Mets did a smart decision by not choosing a slogan for the season. No, no yeah, team. really, uh, last few years, the slogan uh, backfired on them. The team, the time. And, and uh, the team, the time, the Mets, and also... Yeah, Mets uh, the Braves. Also, your season has come. Mm-hmm. Uh, no doubt about that. Uh, this, this time, the Mets chose no slogan, just oh, crap. play the games out, and then we'll see where we go from there. We don't want to take the New York Giants attitude, you know. They don't want to talk about what they're going to do, just do it. You know? Uh, Quas, um, uh, watch the switchboard, please. What's the what? The switchboard. Watch the switchboard. I've got, I've got an My under. You just got hijacked. <laughs> you, you laughed at your hijack? Yeah, I mean, uh, disable the switchboard or something. No, if you I'm think. not going to do it again. Just looking at it. I'm watching the switchboard. Do anything. No, no, it's fine. Not, nothing, nothing's going to go funky. 
<laughs> but yeah, your season has come with the last slogan of the Mets uh, had for a season. But you know, John Maine. Uh, now Scott has the switchboard. It's even worse. You know, actually, Frankie has a joke in the chat room. He says the slogan for this year should be "We promise not to suck as bad as last year." <laughs> That's a good slogan. We promise not to suck as bad as last year. Well, the Mets, of course, uh, sent out uh, the day after the collapse. Um, I don't know if you subscribe to the Flash. Uh, Jim Wilpon sent out a, a very nice email to Mets fans consoling them the season, me. saying we did not expect this to happen and we hope for better things in 2000. Yeah, I mean, uh, we hope they don't push our again. Okay, see we've got a laptop box, so we're in good shape. Yes, thank you all yeah, for that, Flushing Flash. But that is we good certainly news. hope they don't break our hearts again. That would be bad. Yeah, so, again, uh, Frankie's coming out that uh, 10 and going against 7 Train to Shea, but the good thing is, Frankie goes a half hour longer than 7 Train to Shea. You can listen, you, you can listen to 7 Train to Shea, then get back to Frankie, and you can have yourself a very nice little sports evening uh, with uh, some great hosts. So, uh, <clears throat> of course, with that. Uh, what's a little over-under here? Uh, Alexander Ovechkin, 60, 60 goals. Um. Well, I think he'll, yeah, definitely over six. Uh, Scott's good calling right now. Just uh, don't hang up on him and don't let him on the air. He just wants to listen. So. Okay, that, that, that's, that's fine. Scott wants to that's listen fine. in. It's fine. Scott can call in and listen in. He can do whatever he wants. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah, what do you think? Ovechkin, 60 goals. So is Frankie coming on the show? Nah, Frankie, you think, well, I don't, I don't know about that. Frankie has his own show. Uh, if anybody wants uh, to call yeah, in, yeah, we'll definitely uh, take them on. All right, now, uh, Rangers, Devils, once again, about six minutes to go. Rangers right now are on the power play. Uh, but good. running out of time to uh, get the uh, tying goal here. So the Devils are playing a classic uh, New Jersey Devils game, playing a, def- a great defensive hockey game. Rangers mm-hmm. going to have to find a way to put a tally on the board before regulation ends. The Rangers so, last night against Pittsburgh was 0 out of 2 on the power play. We'll see what happens. I mean, the Rangers are down to Rangers are down one nothing, and obviously for them to win this game, they have to score more goals than the Devils. Oh yeah, I mean they have to figure out how to get through. We have a five-one-six area yeah, right code. Now the power play is just not in sync for the Rangers. Yeah, we have a five-one-six um, area code calling in. Uh, God, God, don't call me. A five-three-eight number? No, it's not, oh, wait, wait, it might be. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. Five-one-six area code. On the air. Hello. Hey, this is not Scott. It's Frankie, the sports guy. What's up, guys? Hey, Frankie, Frankie. what's going on, man? How you doing tonight? Not much. You know, just playing a game of chess, and then after I do that, I oh, who's that? <laughs> Frankie, yeah, somebody's uh, messing with us behind the glass. So, dude, I'm, dude, I'm an old guy, man. That's gonna give me a heart attack here. Don't do um, <laughs> how you guys doing? We're doing good. How you doing? How you doing, Frankie? So, Frankie, you got a show at ten o'clock tonight. Yeah, I got a show at ten o'clock tonight, and I have to say that I usually do Tuesday night shows, but a everybody had tuned in. I don't know what he did. I, you know, a couple of weeks ago I had to do uh, a change because uh, of the Islander game last night. Uh, actually, my wife had to go there with her school that she's with. I don't know why they picked the Islander game because it was probably pretty. It was pretty bad actually. But the longest goal. Yeah, last time I remember last time I talked to you about the Islanders, they were still in the race. But yeah, then that's that was when, that was right after that six-game winning streak that they had. Yeah, they they're not doing too well now, huh? Uh, Which that and, seems like ages ago at this point. Not yeah. really, but Frankie, um, have you been following, of course, I, I believe you've been following the college basketball. Have any picks uh, going into this big dance? I'm going to say uh, Hofstra. Oh, no, they didn't make it. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I like I like Memphis. I don't know why. I know they're not as, as strong as some of the other teams, but I would say uh, that's one of them. Uh, you know, you got a lot of number one picks that are really, really good. Uh, I have a problem with the, with the whole thing, and uh, – 
I, I, I want to know who made the schedule because all of the Catholic teams are playing Friday, a lot of them, and that's like considered like a really holy day for Catholic schools, so I didn't understand why they did that. That's, that's, that's strange. Um, well, I know you have uh, St. Mary's and Mount St. Mary's in there, uh, and you have a couple other teams in there. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, now all the players are Catholic, of course. I mean, they're, they're right. private schools, but uh, that, that might be an issue. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess... I don't know who does the scheduling in college basketball, but it's definitely something you can bring up. But, yeah, well, we had Robbie Allen on before uh, the college yeah. basketball. I think this tournament's going to be great. Yeah, I mean, Memphis, I mean, there's so many teams that can really uh, make a surge in this tournament. And of course, Memphis, he alluded to, he thinks Memphis is going to win uh, hands down uh, the South. But uh, Memphis, of course, only lost one game the whole year. I don't really love Memphis, to tell you the truth. I mean, you know, there are a bunch of athletic kids who always get knocked out. That could be, that could be true, but uh, we'll see what happens. Um, well, Frankie, I, of course, you're a big Mets fan. Uh, what do you think about uh, the situation at catcher? I mean, are Mets going to have a guy uh, behind home play opening day? Todd Hundley, is he available? Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, they, they're playing, you know, I mean, Schneider is Schneider, and we'll see what happens if that's that's the guy it's supposed to be, but they're going to go with a lot of backups. And... Well, Schneider has the hamstring in the Castro. Also, the little. Yeah, yeah. What what exactly was Castro's problem though? Because they said he he didn't he stopped he felt something but then he. Oh, he's he running the base. I think Castro was trying to do something he never does, and that is trying to hustle uh, into a double. And uh, he um, apparently pulled some muscle through his getting around, and then they took him out of the game. I mean. Um, Cash was actually kind of interesting this spring. Cash has actually had a couple of triples there in the spring. Uh, he's, he's hustled a couple of base hits. The only way that Cash gets a triple is if it um, hits into the far corner of the field because uh, we know how slow he is. We can't even describe how slow he is. But uh, I don't know. I mean, Cash pulled a muscle. I mean, I, I can't see Raul Casanova starting catch for the Mets opening day. I mean, that that would be something that the Mets fans do not want to see. Hey! Islander scored. What? Uh, who's that? What was no. that? Yeah, what was to, that? You have to let Steve go back on. Uh, his phone got disconnected. Okay, no problem. Um, he's on the line waiting. We, okay, Frankie, uh, we do have a we do have another caller. Steve, you there? Oh, he's not there anymore. All right. Oh, get some. Yeah, but we have two more callers waiting to come in. Yeah, we have a, a couple. Oh, Steven's back on the air. Hello, Steve. Plus. Yes, I have been hijacked. Rangers update. Okay. Rangers scored, tie the game. Chris Drury uh, right in front of the net, missed the clutch. Uh, so now it's one to one uh, with about four minutes, four and a half minutes left in regulation. Yeah, that is yeah, that's it's all, a nice setup in front by Ryan Callahan. Drury cleans the goal. Okay, well, Frankie, uh, thanks a lot for joining us, Frankie. Good luck with your show tonight. No problem. You guys look good. Sound like you have a great Frankie, time yeah, over sorry there. Sorry for the. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm not with him, but. Uh, I think Steven's had a over there. But thank you. We'll see you later, man. Talk to you Bye-bye. And now we're starting to have a um, 509 area code. We have another phone call, man. We're, we're racking up these calls. Yeah, people love us. 509, what's going on tonight? Hello. Hey, guys. It's Matt from the 7 Train to Shea. What's going hey, on, man? Matt, How you doing, man? What's going on, Matt? What do you got for us? Uh, nothing much. I just want to see. What do you What do you guys think of uh, you know some of the upsets I might have? I want to get your opinion on that. Okay. From March um, Madness. I think there could be some legitimate upsets. I mean, uh, we're talking about uh, Gonzaga and Davidson 
Uh, Davidson, the 10th seed. Gonzaga never seems to win in the first round. Uh, that's well, Davidson, I mean, look at this. Now, nobody's mentioned this. So Davidson and the Houston Rockets possibly have the same karma. Uh, Houston Rockets, 22-game winning streak snapped last night. And now Davidson going into this game with a 22-game winning streak. <laughs> Just something to think of. Uh, yeah, so I mean, there could be some problem. irony there, but we'll see what happens. I mean, you got Davidson and Gonzaga. I mean, you have that's going to be that's going to be one heck of a game. I've seen the Zags play this year I think, uh, in person. Yeah, that's, that's going to be more a than couple times. I mean, it's going to be Davidson's like the Gonzaga of the East almost. <laughs> you know, they run the same style. They have you know the same offense almost. You know, it's going to come down to the wire between. Them. I know the Zags on the spread are a two point underdog. Which is kind of surprising to me. Well, the Zags always seem to be an underdog when they play. I mean, well, last couple of years uh, they've been out of the first round, but so we'll see what happens. I mean, they've been in it ten straight years. Um, they got a good core, though. I mean, Pargo Heifeld's kind of Pargo's he's, he's getting back from his uh, his leg injury that he had. You know, I just you know it's going to be a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if you know Gonzaga loses. You know, I'm a Zags fan. Yeah, I think you know. I think that that's going to oh, be one of the best games of the whole tournament, right there. First round game between Davidson and Gonzaga. Well, and right now Davidson the hottest team in the NHL, uh, not the NHL, college basketball. So, <laughs> I know. I know. What am I saying? I'm a little confused tonight. I, I, I swear I haven't been drinking. <laughs> what do you guys think about uh, Butler and South Alabama? South Alabama's kind of been, you know, they've been Hear that, Mrs. experts have kind of been looking at them like uh, VCU last year, who upset Duke. Do you think you think they got a shot at maybe upsetting Butler, possibly? Uh, I think so. I mean, yeah, Butler, I, I think Butler's good though. Well, of course they only lost three games the whole year, but you look at their conference. <laughs> Stephen, you had a couple the people there. We have the kind of party you're having. You had a Kind of, Scott's uh, not talking. It's not Scott. All right. Anyway, as you were saying before, Matt, I think uh, I think Butler goes a little under the radar. I think Butler uh, will uh, will beat Southern Alabama. I mean, uh, uh, the division, as you know, is a weak division uh, this year. I mean, Michigan, Virginia Tech, who I really thought should be in it. Uh, Texas Tech, Ohio State, Florida State, all those teams in that conference had down years, as we spoke with uh, Robbie Allen before. Um I think that Butler's going to win this game. I have confidence in the Bulldogs. Um, the Bulldogs are, are also a veteran team. I mean, you can't really say a veteran team in college basketball, but they got a ton of seniors. There's a lot of seniority on that team. Uh, so we'll see what happens. We'll somewhere else. Come on. Let's go. I'm not sure if South Alabama really has uh, that, that, that core of guys uh, that actually competed with Butler, but it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. What about the uh, what about the USC and Kansas State? You know, Michael Beasley versus OJ. You know what? Yeah, what do you guys who do you guys think is going to come out on top in that game? You know, I'm going to bracket. I actually picked Kansas. I think they're going to upset them. So a good call there, at least on my part. You know, Beasley obviously the best, uh, one of the best players in the country. Him and Hansburg, uh, that's hard to say. Uh, you guys, the guy can play. All right, someone. I don't know where that was. Uh. But yeah, I agree. I, I think in that in the Midwest uh, with Kansas and UM, UMBC um, and Georgetown, I, I think you could you could see some upsets there as well. I mean, Georgetown Hall is obviously uh, you can call them America's team because uh, of course all the history there. The Hoyas have so much rich history of college basketball, and people are rooting for them hard to get to the Final Four and win the whole I thing. Think going, I think they're going. I think the Hoyas are going to go on. Uh, you know, it's, 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 Definitely. Happy. 
Yeah, if you guys if you guys had to pick an upset, you know, we all see the five versus twelve. You know, you usually see a twelve win. Uh, what I guess double digit seed could you see maybe pulling off an upset in the next few days? I think Cornell could do it. Uh, well, Cornell, <laughs> Cornell is fourteen. Really? Yeah, I think Cornell could be Stanford. I mean, Cornell, um, you know, these, these kind of teams, first time in twenty years, uh, these guys. Okay, are well, you know, the sport is full. What? Yeah, I know. Our first one is a little full here. We're getting a lot of publicity tonight. <laughs> I guess yeah. we're just showing up. But, uh, All right, Matt. Thanks for the time, though. Yeah, thanks. Oh, before I go, also, can I get your uh, Final Four and uh, champion picks, and I'll uh, I'll go. Okay, well, my, my Final Four, um, I'm, actually, it's kind of a weird one. Um, I'm picking uh, North Carolina. Um, I'm picking Oregon. I, I, I think Oregon's upset Memphis. I don't know. I just have... A face for this team. It's a weird pick. Hey, might as well. It's March, it's March Madness. You know, anything could happen. Yeah, I picked Oregon. I, I picked the UCLA, and I picked uh, Georgetown. So, and then my final my final uh, two, the championship on Monday, April 7th, I'm looking at uh, North Carolina um, versus Oregon. That's that's my oh, pick. Wow. Yeah, all right. Well, four on UCLA. <laughs> Steven, you got to call back in. Your phone line is a little bit whack. But uh, Matt, uh, what time is your show? I'm calling back in. Okay, great. And of course, Matt has a I'm show back. tonight. That's 10 o'clock, 10 to, 10 to 10.30. So what are you guys going to be talking about tonight? Well, talking about injuries, 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 <laughs> and uh, more injuries. You know, it's nothing new with the Mets this spring. Injuries. Schneider's out tonight. You know, I mean, it's just been a laundry list for the Mets. Injuries this year. Jose Valentin's. I don't know what's up with Valentin, you know, Delgado with his stitches now. And, you know, it's just a laundry list. We're going to be talking about that, Pedro Starr. You know, just basically we're going to do a post game of the Mets-Indians game that's going on right now. I believe it's still Are the Mets winning that game? Uh, it's 1-1 right now, and it is uh, mid-7th right now. Actually, okay. no, the Mets just took the lead, actually, 2-1. Okay. Of uh, course, John Main, very impressive once again in that start. You can imagine one run in about five or six innings. John Main has been um, outstanding this spring, which is good because Main is going to be the third starter. We're um, sorry. We're there sorry. Slight problem there has been a slight system. problem with our system. Don't worry. We Don't will worry. transfer you we to will the WFAN Radio. Radio. Steve Summers Radio Steve Show. Summers Radio currently show. in progress. Currently in progress. Well, first of all, well, first of all, maybe the greatest on this. Tell me to play around the switchboard, and I'm going to find you. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, taking my call, and Yo, uh, don't forget. Uh, yeah. Welcome, Matt. Sorry for well, Matt, we'll call. see you later, and good luck with your show tonight. Yo, All right, yo, thanks, guys, for taking the call. See you later. All right, Wow. Yo, Ethan, we got to take calls. What? We have two more calls we got to take. Uh, yeah, we have, well, one more call. We have one. We have one. Yeah, well. Well, okay, 516. Hello, what's going on today? Yeah, hi, my name is Al. Hi, Al, what's going on? Yeah, no, I heard you guys talk about the Rangers. Yeah, I like the Rangers. You, th you guys think about, um, what was I going to say? You saw the game last night? Uh, I think everybody saw the game last night. Oh, yeah, I was at work last night. I'm sorry, the last game they played. Yeah, they won 5-2 against the Penguins, and now, That's uh... the game, that's the game against the Penguins, yeah. Yeah, about, you like that game? The Rangers and Devils are going to overtime right now. Yeah, right now. Hold, hold on. All right, five one six. I'm up on you because. Uh, yeah, you guys know what you're talking about. 
I know. Well, you, Nicole, and please give us legitimate uh, questions or calls. We don't want to take uh, nonsense. Yeah. All right. Next call. Yeah. Five. Another five one six call. This. 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 I'm. I'm betting this one's a good one. Five one six. You're on the sports docket. What's going on? Hello. Hello. Yo. Hey. Hey guys. Is this is Zach Attack. Oh, yeah, what's up, Zach? Just called in, say what a wonderful show yet again. Thank you. Uh, want to compliment you guys on another amazing show. show. Yeah. And just to keep the uh, momentum up, just wanted to give you guys a little cheer for the last seven minutes of the show. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll And, uh, now how about that Minnesota Twins? Carlos Gomez looking pretty good this spring. I'm, uh, I'm hoping and I'm praying. It's, uh, they got a lot of potential. Your twins do definitely do have a, uh, a lot of potential to, to do well. I mean, even without Santana. Well, who, who's your number one starter anyway now going for the... Uh, Hello? Hello? Yeah, Zach, who, who's the number one starter for the Twins? For the Twins? Is it LeVon Hernandez, I think? I, honestly, I don't think, it's, I don't think I want to say yet because uh, I think that they have a lot of, yes. a lot of newcomers uh, coming up through the, through the organization. And yep. uh, I, don't, I don't even have a clue. I think <laughs> doesn't even know. Zach, I don't worry. That's us. Stop playing around the buzzer. Yeah, yeah, Scott's having a Scott's having a lot of fun tonight. A little too much fun. Yeah. <laughs> but uh Well right now just uh, sorry to interrupt you, Zach, we're giving you a little range up it right now they're off in overtime. Uh Rangers won a very cocky game. Uh the Devils were dominating much of this game, but the Rangers came on late in the third period, uh got the tying goal and now we're in overtime. So uh if anybody scores or if anybody wins the shootout during the uh, last few minutes of the show, we'll certainly uh, send that to you guys. Okay, also... Um, so, yeah. what were we saying before? I want to thank everybody for, uh, for, who tuned in tonight. <laughs> All right. Scott's not playing with the button. I'm going to buzz Scott in a sec. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we've we got to thank Robbie Allen gave us a great 20 minutes of college yeah, basketball talk. we got to thank Matt from St. You're listening to Ace Man on the Cross. The phone number to call in is one six four six. you are listening to Ace Man. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing? What's the way now? Hello? Yes. We gotta thank Robbie Allen uh, from Statsheet.com. Uh, also, UNC Best Update. Again, we hope our in, in between the nonsense, in between the lines, we gave you a lot of help to fill out your bracket tonight. Um, just tune back in for the next of our program. You're listening uh, to eight. Eleven dollars. I'm playing. Just tune back in for the first twenty minutes of I our program. I got the switchboard back, Scott. I got. Hello. Zach, you're on the air. <laughs> hey, guys. Zach, Zach is there. Zach was there the whole time. Zach's always here. Right, Zach? Yo. Anyway, um, but, uh, you know, as you were saying before, Robbie Allen, great job. Two back into the first 20 minutes of our program. Robbie Allen, basically, that, there's your guide to fill out your draft. I mean, you got so many guides online. This one, you can just listen to as you're filling out your bracket. Uh, let me do that. And um, Robbie Allen, fantastic job. 
check out his website, statute, not just a website. Yeah, one thing, uh, Robbie, for joining us, that was definitely a great segment. When it's a whole encyclopedia of college basketball. Everything you want, everything you need to know about college basketball is there, and this guy founded it. So that's at statute.com, uh, UNC basketball update, all your source for North Carolina Tar Heels basketball. I think uh, Robbie Allen, maybe a Tar Heels fan, I used to be a Syracuse Orangeman fan. I think now I'm a North Carolina Tar Heels fan because that team has got a lot to play for. And just, you know, they're a flamboyant team. Definitely, but, uh, definitely, yeah. But, yeah, we're, yeah. we're going to end off uh, now. Last thing, anybody who called, who called in, shared thoughts. Uh, we will see you next week, Thursday night. Yeah, uh, we apologize for the uh, technical Well, we, 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 we had Scott difficulties tonight. <laughs> Scott difficulties. Yeah, we'll be, so we're going to end that now. Um, but, hey, it's all good. It's all good. We'll next be on week, eight uh, days. We'll be back in Ace Man's Crib next week. Yeah, back in Ace Man's Crib. We'll be on in eight days from now. And you want to check us out then. But we're going to see everybody next week. So uh, this is Ethan Quasman alongside. Yo, Quas, what do you think about Hooters Friday? Hooters Friday? Oh, you got to have school? On Friday, I, have, no, I don't have school, but I have Purim. <laughs> all right. All right, man. So you want to end this with a little song, yeah? Yeah, we end it off, uh, and we'll see everybody uh, in the future at some point. We'll see you then.
Yeah. 